Take your Bibles and turn to Colossians chapter number 3. Colossians chapter number 3. And uh, we'll start in verse 1 in a few minutes here. Uh, Christmas 2020. Uh, It's an interesting Christmas to say the least. Uh, During the Christmas season, which I have to say, I feel like it seems Christmas seasons are lengthening every year. There are many Christmas movies that come on TV And I've watched way too many with my daughters and my wife. Uh, My sons are usually playing online with their buddies. They won't let me play with them, so I have to watch the story, uh, the movie or whatever. And though the story differs in location and, you know, does that kind of stuff, the plot is pretty similar in every one of them. The character deals with a problem in their life during the Christmas season. The problem in the character or characters gets fixed. And then there's a wonderful, memorable Christmas occurs for all characters. It's all happy. And that's a nice Friday night movie with a big bag of chips and a bottle of Coke Zero. But it's a movie. It's not real. And this year has been a year like none other I ever lived through, and I would think the vast majority of us have lived through. The coronavirus, economics are stressed. Uh, Around the world, massive... um, Unrest, social unrest in North America. Uh, We see we're witnessing divisions among people. Uh, And for a lot of people, this Christmas very well may be one day everyone wants to forget. Everyone wants to forget 2020. Let's just get into 2021 and get away from here. Now, because of the things I just mentioned, you know, a lot of our fellow citizens of our country, Canada, are facing some tough situations this Christmas. And anxiety, uh, domestic violence has increased. Uh, jobs are not as plentiful as were before. We're dealing with situations that affect our travel, our workplace. Many of you haven't been into office since last March. Uh, schools are different. Uh, entertainment is different. And even our shopping is different. I mean, everything seems to be different. There have been surveys of mental health since March and huge mood swings along with feelings of sadness and fear. And just this week I read reports of how suicides have seen horrific rises in our land. Uh, It's just been tough. And you've been watching, if you watched any TV or seen anything social media-wise, demonstrations, riots over the last nine months, uh, we've witnessed the defacing and... uh, destroying a monuments around our leaders of the past leadership of our country. And meanwhile, you know, hardly any kind of repercussions for that. And this this politi- political party's attacking this one, and it's over such minuscule things. And it's discouraging. You know, life is not like the Hallmark movies. But amidst of all things I've mentioned, and many other things I have not mentioned, if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior... You truly can have a wonderful Christmas this year. There's no reason you can't. Yes, those horrible things I mentioned are occurring, but we can still have a vibrant, growing relationship with the one who's created all things. He cares and loves all of us. Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Dear Jesus, 
thank you for this opportunity. And Lord, help us to have the right kind of Christmas this year. In a year that's very uncertain, lots of problems, uh, and, and scary for many. Lord, help us to have that comfort. And Lord, to know that this Christmas can be wonderful because of you. Lord, I pray these things in your holy and precious name. Amen. The first thing we got to do to have the Christmas that we should have is the right kind of focus. Focus means a central point to direct one's attention or effort towards. Folks, focus on the fact that Christmas is not simply about a baby being born in a manger or the birthday to be celebrated. It's about the incarnation of the God of the universe who came to this earth to save you and to save me from the penalty of sin. Think about that fact. Think about it. Focus on it. Percolate that. Let that percolate in your heart and mind this morning and for the rest of the season of Christmas. Don't get caught up with the concerns, the blogs, the social media posts and statements of this world on the temporal, but rather do what Colossians 3.2 tells us, set your affection on things above, not on things on earth. Focus on the eternal things, the things that will last forever, things above. It's easy for us to let our focus drift away. It happens really quickly. Sometimes we, I think we forget how quickly it can occur. I think at one time, I was my senior year at high school. In the spring of 1995, me and the high school department of our the academy I went to, we went to the west coast of Newfoundland to Grossmore National Park. A beautiful place. Majestic mountains, waterfalls, scenic fishing villages, towns, uh, Western Book Gorge, uh, which is really a fjord, which is massive and beautiful. It's just unbelievable uh, unbelievable scenery. You have to go there sometime. But at any rate, I'm not here for uh, tourism, but you, you should go there. It's amazing. Anyway, we went there. We camped out for a couple days, did all kinds of hikes. Amazing hikes, amazing scenery, like I said. And we were on one hike that was about five, six kilometers both ways from where we parked into some waterfalls and back to where we parked again. And part of the way through that, we were walking on a boardwalk, which was above a boggy area. So we get to the waterfalls, beautiful waterfalls, took some pictures with cameras that were not phones. Cell phones did not exist like they do today back then. And we started on our way back. As we started on our way back, we reached that platform area again. And this platform area uh, was about a foot or two off the bog and the, and the brushes and stuff that were in it. And uh, between six and eight feet wide, so it's not terribly wide. And no handrails, you know, nothing like that. It was just a straight boardwalk to get past the bog area. And I was at the back of the pack. And some of the ones in the front, actually the very first person, saw caribou, which is not unusual. But this individual got pretty excited about it and took their focus off the eight-foot platform and fell in the bog. And we all started laughing. You know, as teenagers, young adults, we laugh when anyone falls down. But it's really funny when you fall in bog, okay, especially when it's not you. But anyway, uh, so in he goes, and we're all laughing, yelling, and unbeknownst to us, in this bog area, there was a whole herd of caribou. And as we laughed and yelled, it disturbed the caribou who were having a rest, they all stood up in mass. There was about 20 of them. And all of a sudden, everybody's freaking out in our little party, looking at the caribou all over the place. And before you know it, there's five people in the bog. It just fallen all over the place because they're not focused on the boardwalk. They're focused on the caribou and where they were at. 
and how close they were. And uh, so we, you know, we were roaring, laughter, getting everyone out of the bog and stuff. Now, those people who were in the bog weren't laughing when they had to start walking another kilometer back. Uh, but at any rate, it was a great time. The caribou were annoyed. They split the scene. Uh, but we had a great time. Our focus can be easily distracted, very easily. I mean, that person that was on that boardwalk, one minute was focused on the boardwalk. The next, they were in the bog, soaking wet. And it can happen so easily in our spiritual lives if we're not careful. You know, the concept, the reality of incarnation is amazing. It's, it's, it is such a wonderful truth. If we will, during this Christmas time, take the time to understand the implications of that truth, it will profoundly affect us and assist us as we face the challenges before us. The God of the universe took on him human flesh, which he created to demonstrate his love and mercy to us. That is amazing grace. That is astounding. That's what took place. This Christmas, uh, Legacy Baptist Church, focus on the truth. Tune out the spin. Uh, Deflect away the deception that is out there and explore the vast warehouse of truth and wisdom that God has given us, His Word. The lip of truth shall be established forever. God is truth. His word will be established forever. That's in, in Proverbs 12, 19. Proverbs 23, 23. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Meditate on God's word. Get in it. And you'll find confidence. You'll find peace as you rest in him. When the world's going upside down, sideways at once, you will find peace in him. Absolutely. And let's be honest, there's been times this year when we have felt really low. When the things around us, we've we seen men disappoint, men have failed. Listen, God's Word never fails. We can trust it, but we need to be in His Word and see what it says. Worship. So have the right focus, and then worship. Christmas, this Christmas, worship God. When things are at their worst, worshiping God sometimes seems to us to be counter of what we should be doing or feeling. But that's exactly when we should be worshiping Him. Uh, Look over in Psalm 95. Psalm 95. The Psalms help us worship, there's no doubt. Psalm 95, verse number 1. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto Him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In His hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is His also. The sea is His, and He made it, and His hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. We're told in this psalm uh, to sing, to come into His presence with singing. And maybe this morning you don't feel like singing problems, situations, you see the world, things going on, maybe a relationship ain't going great. Have you ever, in your past, and maybe as a parent right now, as a kid yourself, or your kids have come to you and say, I don't feel like doing that. And as a mom or a dad, I particularly heard this for moms, do it anyway. Actually, I can I can envision some of you moms right now saying this to your kid. They come to you at the kitchen table, I don't like this, this is tough, you'll say, do it anyway. And as if they're a kid, is anything like me when I was a kid, I would say, why? And my mom would say, because it's good for you. And she's absolutely right. And it's good for you. For you as a believer to sing 
worship the Lord. Enter in His presence with thanksgiving. Acknowledge truly how great our God is. This Christmas literally bowed the knee to the creator of this amazing universe, giving God His due this Christmas. And every Christmas He'll give you. Maybe you're sitting at your couch right now and thinking, Pastor Mark, how do I worship up home? I- I'm so glad you asked that question. Here's some things that you could do. Study the scriptures. Um, maybe there's a subject or a person, maybe about Christmas, you always want to dig in a little bit of, uh, more about. Maybe it's a wise man. Maybe it's about the shepherds. Hey, spend this time. Dig into it. Don't put it off. See what God's word has to say. Maybe over Christmas you've got some extra time. Dig into it a little bit more. Sing, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Sing your favorite Christmas carol. Sing your favorite hymn or praise song. Make up your own song, or I think the terminology, mash some together. And have a great time worshiping him. Oh, sure, your kids, if you have kids, they'll probably roll their eyes. They might even say, well, tone that down a little bit, Dad. And maybe your wife or spouse will look at you like, what are you doing? Hey, listen, that's fine. You know what they're going to see is that you love the Lord and you worship him and you're not ashamed to do that. Give thanks. In Hebrews 13, 15, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. We have much to be thankful for this Christmas, even in the midst of these restrictions. Oh, I would much rather see you in person, but I'm glad that we have this digital format that we can minister to hearts and lives. I am thankful to hear over the months of people who've been encouraged and challenged by the messages from this format. I'm grateful for the extra time I've had with my family, with my kids and my wife. I'm thankful for the continuous access to good food and essentials during uncertain times. The Lord has blessed me and he's blessed you. We need to thank him for it. Spend some time this Christmas giving thanks to God that is worship. Place your day in his hands. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. We don't know how many days we have. Determine today that you will give him all of your days to the Lord, and that he'll give you the strength to follow him the best that you can. Now, our strength will fail. The Lord's never will. We need to look to him. Thirdly, we need to give. Give. We need to give this Christmas. If we're going to have the greatest Christmas we have, we need to give. At Christmas, uh, we can be guilty of thinking of just about the presents we will get. Okay. What, what am I going to get? As a, as a dad, as an uncle, son and brother, I have to say I really enjoy putting smile on my family's faces when I give them Christmas gifts. Now, not all of my Christmas gift ideas have been stellar. I can recall not too long ago, I thought it would be a wonderful thing to give my wife, are you ready for this? This is astounding. A miniature curling set. She did not approve. And fellas, take it from me, that's not the gift this Christmas for your wife, okay? But I do like to give gifts that people enjoy. I enjoy that. And no doubt that this Christmas, the restrictions, like I said, it's different. But we still can give. Give of our time. And our energy to help others. I'm so thankful uh, for my kids when the snow comes down, they're the first ones out the door to go shovel our neighbors' driveways and walkways. And that has actually opened up doors of witness and ministry to folks in our neighborhood. And that's wonderful. Give of their, of their energy. 
I know of ladies who do that Christmas baking thing. Is This is the year to do Christmas baking. I mean, come on, this is the year. We all want something to taste good and taste delicious, even though we don't even need it, but it's still t- delicious. And let's be honest, in the act of giving, when we receive it, the biggest impact is to think that someone was thinking about me. That's so encouraging. That's a massive blessing. Be in prayer for brothers and sisters in the Lord. Uh, pray for those who are lost. This year, I can't tell you how many times I've communicated with people via text, email, and conversation. Hey, I'm praying for you. And not one has come back and not said thank you. I don't know of one. Everybody's been thankful for those prayers. Unusual year, unprecedented year. We've heard that word a lot, unprecedented. And just to say, hey, I'm thankful. I'm praying for you. They, they're, it's thank, they're thankful for it. I give up your finances, uh, ministry of legacy, and the missionaries we support and things. And, and there's so many worthwhile charities and foundations out there. Give of what you can. Not only give of your time and effort and your finances, but give your testimony. Psalm 96, verse 1, O sing of the Lord a new song, sing of the Lord all the earth. Sing of the Lord, bless His name, show forth His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the heathen, His wonders among all people. Look for those opportunities to share the story of God's grace this Christmas in your life. Maybe a video chat with a friend. Maybe in your Christmas letter, if you send those out to family and friends. Uh, Maybe on your social media page. Our world is messed up. Royally messed up. And they need to hear about the why of the baby in the manger. In the nativity scene. They need to know about Jesus. The why. Adopt. Adopt an attitude of gratefulness. And some more gratefulness. An attitude of, this is God's will. I'm going to follow. And we see that in the lives of Joseph and Paul. In Genesis 37 to 50. I'm not going to read all those chapters. Is a story of Joseph. Now, Pastor Matt has done a, recently did a marvelous job on examining the life of Joseph on Sunday nights. And in those passages of Scripture, we saw that his brothers, his own flesh and blood, took him, threw him in a pit, sold him to the Ishmaelites, uh, and, and lied to their father that he was dead. Joseph, Joseph suffered, uh, wouldn't be, suffering wouldn't end with just becoming a slave. He'd be falsely accused, thrown in prison. But the Lord rose him to power, actually become the most, second most powerful man in the land of Egypt. He was used by God to prepare Egypt for seven years of famine. And he just brought his family to Egypt looking for food. And, and during this time, he reconciled with his brothers. And through this difficult, difficult ordeal, Joseph reminded them of the Lord, the Lord's plan. But as for you, Genesis 50, 20, but as for you, ye thought it evil against me. But God meant it unto good, to bring to pass. And it is this day to save much people alive. We see the Apostle Paul's attitude in the letter he sent from his prison cell to the church in Rome, telling the, the believers there in Romans 8.28, and we know all things work together for good to them to, uh, that love God, to them called according to his purpose. Joseph and Paul knew their difficult circumstances were not lost on God. They knew he had a purpose for them. And God operates the same way for us today, folks. God operates the same way. Which brings me to the Lord's encouraging words in, in John chapter 14, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. 
I go to prepare a place for you. And then he said in verse 13, I will come again. Now perhaps your life is not going so well this Christmas. Things are not going anywhere close to what you thought would happen January 1st, 2020. It's definitely not playing out like a Christmas movie. But that does not mean we can't have a wonderful Christmas. That that doesn't change that we can have a wonderful Christmas. Give God the praise. Give Him the glory. Worship. No matter what your situation or circumstance. I understand plenty. It's it's easier to praise. But let's praise God. In April 2019, Michelle and I had the privilege to travel to Holland. I've been to Holland four separate times. And I love going there. It's a beautiful place. Really interesting. And during our stay in April of uh, 2019... We went to Harlem and visited uh, the Cory Tim Boom house. Cory Tim Boom was a Dutch Christian who, along with her family, rescued Jews from the Nazis in Holland. Uh, we saw the special hiding place in her house. Uh, the family was betrayed to the Nazis during the war and were arrested. The, she narrowly escaped the gas chambers at Ravensbrück. Uh, Concentration camp. She lost her dad, Casper, and her sister, Betsy, in the camps. And she wrote this. She wrote lots of great things. She wrote this. There is no panic in heaven, only plans. 2020 didn't take God by surprise. So take heart this Christmas. God has you exactly where he wants you to be. Exactly. There might have been times this year where you thought differently. Maybe I'd go some isolated island, bring enough food for me to last a year, or whatever crazy concoction you can think up in the middle of the night. Hey, we're exactly where God wants us to be. So while we're here, let's bring honor and glory to Him and accomplish His purpose for our lives. So Christmas 2020, let me encourage you to focus on the right things. Focus on Christ. Make sure your worship is right. Sing for His glory. Praise His name. Give your best to the Lord of your energy, your time, and your finances. And make sure you adopt that right attitude. That there is a purpose. My purpose is to serve God. Even in a crazy year like we've had, God has a purpose. I need to trust Him. Dear Jesus, thank You for Your Word. And Lord, help us this Christmas to have the right focus. Lord, to look to you in a greater way than ever before. Lord, help us to worship you. Help us to give as we should, as we ought. And let us have the right attitude. Lord, you allow us to have the greatest Christmas we could ever have. So thankful for the gift that you gave. Lord, I pray you encourage our hearts now. In Jesus' name I pray.